no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. Welcome, 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 everybody. So happy to be doing this again. Um, yeah, I think we should like just get the people warmed up to what we have in store today. Yeah? Absolutely. Um, yep. So we're going to be talking about Insecure, the show that people love to hate, and the uh, gentle soul, Lawrence, who a lot of women love to bash, as well as that lady, Issa. Uh, Call Winslow Jr., aka her, the her new, uh, toy of sports. Um, <laughs> general dating advice during you know this pandemic. Uh, and then at some point, we'll open up the floor for folks to give their reactions. If anybody's wondering what I'm wearing, I'm wearing our signature dad hat, which we're restocking. Or at stereobros.com forward slash shop ASAP. This is make content great again. We got a few of these left and I'll be putting up the info on how you can cop one of those as well. And we got more merch coming soonish. So just bear with us. We're gonna give people a little bit more time to trick and land because we start at one, but you know black people. Black people time. Word. Black people have <laughs> quarantine time too. It's even worse. It's it's church plus quarantine plus brunch. So people usually trickle in, you know, around now and all that kind of stuff. Right, and then they be trying to hang on at like four o'clock. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's so mad late. You know what it is? People want to make an entrance. They want to walk. Yeah. Put their camera. And it's on. a room full of yeah. <laughs> Last time we did the brunch, we had somebody in full. I mean, sis had the sunglasses. The She's hat. coming on her way. Coming, yeah. please be on her way. She had a <laughs> meal too. I need to know what she made because her plate was. Full and very delicious looking. So um, I'm trying to get busy with some like uh, some some waffles right now. Actually, I'm get my. I ate. Who who stayed up late for um, Teddy Riley versus Babyface? For the seniors hour. But I forgot about the seniors hour. The seniors hour. Babyface was ready to go when that battle started. I was looking. Babyface wanted to go to bed. When I tell you he popped on the screen with the sunglasses, I was like, okay, he's not here to play. Teddy Riley was doing entirely too much, and that's what happens when you do. He wanted to have a full ban on IG. Like, what do you, sound-wise. He was ready, <laughs> but he was trying to charge. He wanted to charge for it initially. Riley? To charge, yeah. So that's why I think he was going to use the content and maybe. Oh. So he had camera crews. They were showing he had camera crews, like 15 people in the camera crew, on in the band, dancing. He did too much. He was doing Bad too much, people. Teddy. Yo, All we yeah. wanted were Listen. the tracks. <laughs> I don't know what he was ready for. I don't mind. So I'm a homebody by nature, so I don't mind being home. But what I do like is all of these, like, Zoom and virtual parties and, and, and house parties and stuff like that. But I actually like those 90s to 2000 producers 
going back and forth over the songs because you realize it's, a, it's life. Take Austin's and the Dreams, but yo, they had some hits. So and Jante Austin to me, I've told people for years, him and Ryan Leslie and Sean oh my God. are three of the most underrated but most paid people in the business. You know what I mean? They make mad money and uh Youngberg too. Like Ryan, Berg, yeah, Youngberg, yeah. Youngberg is like the modern day like Jante Austin, because he's writing it's for true. everybody, producing it's and it's dope. He just hates black women. But, you know, other than that, like, he's an excellent... <laughs> they didn't him hating black women. You know, he don't hate black women. All he hates Who is... Who hates the- black women? Who hates black women? Young Berg, he had, he had said something about dark-skinned women at some point, and I was like, okay, so he hates black women, but he writes well. So, congratulations. <laughs> you don't hate all dark-skinned women, just the mean ones. Listen, don't come for any of the dark-skinned queens, okay? I'm not for it. Some of y'all are mean. Some of y'all are mean. As I speak with my with Ryan Leslie, though. Ryan Leslie, yes. uh, gibberish is still my joint. No, gibberish to this day. To this moment. To this day. To this moment. To this moment. Like, I used to run, so, uh, Greek reference right quick. The Ryan Leslie songs were all throughout Greece for me. I love me some Ryan Leslie. He is the man. The man. That's a big fact. No, listen, Ryan Leslie, Gibberish, Irina, Valentine. I'm going to play some right now. I'm going to play some right now. That's a big Cassie song, too. Like, he did all the Cassie good songs. Yeah, she had, like, two. And it was... was (laughs) He did both the songs. (laughs) He also has a platform that he makes a lot of money from, which releases all his content, which is smart, and he's trying to teach people how to do that. Yeah. Owning your masters is important. Very. Very. You hear what's happening over here? Yeah. Okay. Chef Suit, do you have like the, um, those, uh, I don't know what you call them. The, the bowls that make noise. Oh, yeah, like a singing bowl. A singing bowl? You have those? Yeah. I don't have one. I don't have one. If anyone wants to give me one, please do. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are really good for meditation, like the sound bowls. Sound bowls, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, you want to get one? No, I just, I, when you started playing music, I thought about you meditating, and then I remembered SZA just did a video. Oh. Had the, um bowls and it reminded me of you but they're really good for you i've done the yoga session with them no they're excellent and i've even done digital ones where the sound bowl is very instrumental it's like really helpful um mm-hmm. the pitch it's about the pitch mm. um that's why erica badu be out there in her performances with a pitchfork and stuff it's all about like the the, mm. the level at which the sound is hitting the sound is coming. Uh, yeah. energy energy there he is there he is that's all we need um so y'all, hold on. Okay. Somebody said none. None of them had masks on during the Teddy Riley joint. <laughs> they didn't. Babyface was like, "Yeah, I'm here, man. You know, alone." <laughs> he said, "I'm so Like, yeah. COVID and beat Teddy Riley with a whole band. Like, one like, man literally. <laughs> I did too much. He did too he much. Probably, he was probably intimidated. He probably felt like he had to dance his way to the title. And he he <laughs> stand up against babyface. 
is hit. Because then DJ D Nice, thank you, did a mix after that. Oh, it was love. Brought you back. My own. Baby Faye played Tevin Campbell, Mad Bobby Brown. I was like, yeah. If anybody has successfully quarantined thus far as DJ Nice. Yeah. If anyone has flipped this thing on its head, it's that man. This quarantine happened for him. <laughs> I, I missed the whole thing last night, but I promise you, as soon as I woke up, it was on everybody's social media. Uh, uh, had some joint on his, and I was just—I woke up screaming, and I'm just like, "Damn, that hype man messed him up real good," and he was just smiling the whole time too. Just Getting like, it? Yes, buddy. <laughs> nothing, because all we heard was echo. <laughs> Can you hear me? All we—that's it. That's all we heard. That's all we heard. It was so disappointing because they had 500,000 people on there. Easy. Just waiting. Waiting. Like, really just waiting for anything. Not even waiting. Like, people got dressed up. People did their hair. People cooked meals. When I saw you, I was at the, I was on the thing like, okay, it's time now. 30 minutes later, it's time. Maybe. Did, did DJ Chaos <laughs> play um, R&B? Did he play R&B? Adam, not sure. Oh, 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 oh. You're just saying he's a good DJ. He is. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Ke Kev on stage was roasting him on, uh, on his IG. He actually did a, uh, he did a funny, he did a funny skit on his IG about um, uh, what it would have been like if Teddy Riley actually performed uh, <laughs> uh, uh, during his live. Shan said, I ordered margaritas and crab legs for that. See? Wow. Shout out to the margaritas and crab legs, though. You got good taste. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> you got good taste. That's what that says. Um, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a stone cold loss. But maybe what they need is to, to pick a platform like Tidal where they can get into a space. It's, it's over. Babyface is not coming back for this. I, I don't, he don't, he don't care. He does not care that much. I just, I, yeah. not coming back. Because when he... He came onto the screen strong, and I knew, I knew, I was like, oh, okay, he's about to put it down. He ain't overcome COVID-19. <laughs> the online fire festival. Oh, man. It was. It literally was. Man. And if I'm babyface, I put my point, so there's no point even like getting back on the on the joint with, with with Teddy Riley. I don't know why you try to have a live band and, and go so extra. Just like play your song. He gonna play his song and if he wanted the he wanted to feel like you know we were get we were getting the full concert experience, but I'm like, you should have you should have sound tested this then earlier hey, in the what day. What happened to rehearsal? All you had to do was call a friend. On live, all you had to do was practice being on live with somebody in the room. <laughs> like, y'all got too much money to not know that, though. Like, it was bad. Yeah. I can't. All right. So, our main discussion today was supposed to be about insecure. Did everybody watch? You did. Okay, so first shocking moment, I believe, was Issa's... Well, the first shocking moment was when she was like, I don't fuck with Molly no more. 
And then we had to wait to see why she not messing with Molly. But I think the most sensational moment was when she had her sex scene with what people have dubbed as TSA Bay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who is here yeah. for TSA Bay? Yeah. I'm here for TSA Bay. I'm here for him. I'm here for him. I like TSA Bay. But first, 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 um, Jazzy, we should put the ground rules down right quick one more time. Because uh-huh. it's, it's about to be a very interesting conversation. And because uh, that was not fun to watch. It wasn't fun to watch the flipping of the position. But once they got it, no big boy hating here. I'm going to stand up for the big boys. Look. If no, you had never had no love from a big dude, you know, go get you some. No, Jazzy, I will not hold you. It brought me places. It brought me places. Um, but let me give you the rules first. <laughs> so we're going to, what we're, how we're going to run this space today is that we're going, myself, uh, PNL and Jazzy, we're going to like openly discuss it really quickly. We definitely want everyone to engage in the chat as get as active as you like. We are going to do our best to field comments and questions from it. Um, but we're going to keep that format for like the first half of the brunch because as people trickle in, what we noticed, you know, the um, the last time that sometimes the conversation gets so heated, people just like unmute and <laughs> make a law. But like. Think of it like a live podcasting recording because you're going to end up being on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud just popping in in the middle of, of a discourse. So we want to keep it as like cohesive as possible so that when we revisit this, when the pandemic is over, we've got like something solid that you guys can like enjoy and digest. Sound good? So, um, so yeah. Before we go any further, we have to mention our sponsor. So Oh, yes. This episode is brought to you by First Pick App. First Pick App is a mobile marketing platform that connects freelance photographers with paying clients. First Pick is easier than your traditional online job board. By providing a seamless booking experience, photographers can manage new and upcoming projects effortlessly. We're not here just to capture an image, we're here to maintain one. Every photograph reinforces the aura and accumulation of nameless energies. Exposure doesn't pay your bills, get paid for your work. You can use First Pick at firstpickapp.com. Styled as one S T P I S A dot com. Firstpickapp.com brings you this episode. <laughs> Shout out to that. And pe- people are still having photo shoots in the COVID. I mean, how how else are we gonna feel beautiful out here when you wear the same clothes every day? <laughs> Morning, y'all. Hey. Hey, hey. Afternoon. So, As you talk about photo shoots, there's going to be one on the roof. I got a clicker. Don't judge me. Do it. Do that shit. <laughs> do that shit. So, okay, great. So we have, um, so yes, like we were saying in the beginning, our conversation is based squarely on some of the thing, the themes that come up in this latest Insecure episode, which was episode one of season four. Um, hopefully you all watched it and Jazzy, I'm going to throw it to you because you did bring up the first joint that the first, uh, theme that I think was important to talk about. And, um, again, with this space, we encourage all of you to put your, can't leave your cameras on, get crazy in the chat. Um, you can even send each other messages directly. In fact, we encourage that. Um, 
And uh, and then afterwards, like after the first uh, half of this episode, then we'll just it'll be a kind of like not a free for all, but we'll allow um, a free for all. Yeah, yeah. I like the free for all. You like the free for all? I like the free for all. Listen, there's a there's a hand raise button. You could try to utilize that, but if it gets too spicy, then I guess Niagara Falls it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes. TSA Bay. Yeah. I don't know where people stand on it. Anka, Anka was not liking the visuals. But what I liked about TSA <sighs> was... <laughs> Yo. He was trying to please Issa. He wasn't staying in one position. He was trying to make it possible for her. Number one, when the act finished, he, like a good jump off, proceeded to get his shoes. He did not forget the gifts that he got courtesy of TSA and the Lost and Found. Offerings. Like Offerings. She smoke. He got her some brown. He gifted her. And then Period. invited him to work for her party, and he did it in, in his official capacity, which he probably could get fired for. <laughs> he risked his job. He risked his job to hype up the party and get people in there on, on a, a level, on a certain energy before they came in. So um, what else will we be looking for in a partner besides that? Uh well listen if that's what Issa considers a good partner then I guess we know why Lawrence has moved on to you know better things <laughs> because actually I'll read a quick scripture from the book of Lawrence I have it here um so I'm sick of him book of Lawrence <laughs> chapter three verse one it has been known to all that the nobleman Lawrence is the personification of the good guy who got away and moved on for a lot of women, but Issa, the meandering woman, she had to be the representation of the mistakes that many women have made. Verse two, thus, many women will view Lawrence with contempt due to their PTSD from failed relationships. They will loathe him and despise him, yet they will adore Issa because misery is company and a reflection of one's mistakes is comfort and reassurance. First of all, this is long ass verses. And secondly, meandering women. Are you dead ass, bro? <laughs> listen, are you dead ass? Okay, I did write it. I did write it. But listen, TSA Bay or Carl Winslow Jr., whoever you want to call him, at the end That's of the shady. day. That is shady. You shady boots. That's shady boots. Listen, Issa is only dealing with him because she ain't got no job. <laughs> because the moment she get one, he's not going to be on her level no more. Right, that's exactly what's gonna happen because. But he, no, no. But he, he's a he's a he's a jail. He's a he's a fuck buddy. Why are we talking about what's gonna happen when she levels up? He's not part of the plan anyway. His current standing is to come and drop off some things, and be and you know and be a support system. I don't. I, I don't will know. say when she invited him to work the event, I did feel there was like a shift. In, yeah, in his in his like position was supposed to be in his status, you yeah. know, like yeah. and that's possible. That that because it wasn't like she just invited him to the party. She invited him to uh, service to work, right? You know, to help her reach a goal. She's to help him. her, she's using him, and what y'all saying is that it's okay to use him because she ain't got no. Oh, job. here you go. So she levels up. 
it's okay to use this 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 gentle soul called Carl Winslow Jr. may actually like her, and she's using him until she can level up, and then the moment she finds Lawrence Jr., she's going to kick him to the curb under the premise that, well, you was only a fuck buddy. We were just having fun. He actually right. didn't like her. You know what's interesting that you use the word use because if we look at uh, the Honorable Lawrence and we look at his behavior, we look at his behavior after they act. No, wait, hold on a second, sir. Hold on a second. This is the agnostic version. This is not your Bible. This is the agnostic version. Um, <laughs> that after he left, after he left Issa, right? Um, and he ended up with the with the with the bank teller lady who I didn't really like because I felt like she was scheming from jump. She was she was scheming from jump, but that's regardless of the fact. How he did her is very cognizant, is very um telling of who he is because he used her as he 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 basically fucked his feelings through that girl. And he even the he led her on to takes his emotion. Boy, boy. He literally used that girl for for box and to feel because he was lonely. Meanwhile, she's inviting him to family functions and all kinds of things, and he just dead did not show up. So I don't know if that if that level of use is the same as what Issa just did because she just asked for for him to to willingly participate in a capacity that he's already accustomed to, and he agreed. <laughs> just because he, he agreed, so just because he said differently, don't mean one sin is is. Is not as bad as the other one. Why why are we not acknowledging TSA's Bay's good qualities? Like she he was supportive and he was thoughtful. Yeah, very much so. I mean, if very Hennessy so. and, and weed is thoughtful, then fine. But I mean, think she likes. What about a job? He should have brought her a job application because that's what, that's what, that's what she <laughs> right now. Listen, the, the, the joint is, to, the, the black party is going to happen. And he was right. supporting her vision, right? He was supporting her vision. A job would have helped her pay the bills right now, but he was supporting her vision. So he actually has better qualities than the Lawrence does because he has foresight. Lawrence couldn't see past the day because he was always on the couch. Yeah, he couldn't see past the <laughs> He was always on the bouch, so couldn't nobody. So he'd have any. He wasn't supporting her vision. He was in the survival mode of only seeing to death. And I don't like comparison with TSA Bay of him. Like, oh, he's only he only works TSA. Like he has a job with benefits. It's not like right. um like he don't have anything. We don't know his ambitions. We don't know what he wants to do in life. That's just where he is. She, yeah. Lawrence was on the couch working at Best Buy. She didn't look down on him. If, if she was to have the same perspective, she would be like, oh, you you working at Best Buy. Like, I'm good. Right. And job. It's you're 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 working, you're you're working to provide and 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 sustain yourself. Like for me, I think what you know, we don't know where he is emotionally compared to. To, to Lawrence. I won't go there. But what I do think is that at the time when Lawrence and Issa were dating, when he was working at Best Buy, he wasn't in the best emotional space. And he no. didn't have the capacity to support her in the way that she needed. And not even in the way that she needed, but in the way that the level of expectation you would have in a partner. 
right? Mm-hmm. So there, TSA ban her just messing around. She's not really looking for that much. If he was to not deliver, she wouldn't be, you know, hurt. But like, if you're with someone, you're you have a level of expectation of emotional support and financial support, and you know those things that she wasn't getting from him. So yeah, right. Yes, your hand is raised. Okay, so somebody in the uh, chat said that. Um, she cheated on Lawrence because she was sick of supporting him. And to me, that's re-victimizing the victim, right? Like, y'all forget Lawrence was a victim in that situation. He what? Got, he got cheated on, and women consistently make arguments in support of him being cheated on. Second, I'm going to stand by this. Issa is only with TSA, babe, because she ain't got no job. Because her and her friends were notorious for, like, looking down on guys based on any and every superficial thing they could. Now that Issa's down, she's okay with dealing with somebody with a regular job. But she, in some ways, her and her team remind me of the women from Think Like a Man, right? Like, Taraji P. Henson only dealt with the food truck guy after the guy that was on her level career-wise treated her like she wasn't shit. And I think right now Issa is only dealing with TSA Bay because she's humbled and unemployed. The moment she get a job again or the block party take off, she going to say, okay, now that I'm where I'm, where I'm at, if TSA Bay don't want to be the manager at TSA and he's happy just having a job at TSA, she going to kick him to the curb. Or, but Dan- Daniel wasn't some world-class producer. He wasn't. Period. He wasn't. I was about to say, run down, run down the lawyers and the doctors that East has been dating all four seasons. Thank you. They don't exist. If anything, they all be unemployed. I hold, on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. If I may, traditional if I may, if I may, for one second, a young prophet. Make it make sense. A prophetess in the chat just said, let's be honest, Issa's not that selective who she sleeps with. Okay. And she's back. She's just, thank you. Thank right, you. but then wouldn't that prove your, your point that she isn't looking down because everyone would then be the same, right? Like, if I'm no, not super selective, then I don't have criteria. Right now, this is a temporary thing, right? She's dealing with him right now because she ain't got a job. The moment shit picks back up for her and she's now back ready to get into a relationship, it's not going to be with TSA, bit. I mean, men do it all the time. It's, it, what you're saying is that this person, I am not in, I'm not in a relationship with this man, right? We have an arrangement, right? And this is why you shouldn't do situationships if you, should, if you aren't ready for those things, but you have an arrangement with this individual you both have engaged in whatever extracurricular activities you supply each other with whatever you do and you support each other when necessary and when applicable and i think that's fine right now whether or not i choose to change my work environment change my network change what i do for a living and that brings me into another vibration that you don't fit you know you don't fit now because Listen, this is the same argument that we use for men who, who, who leave what they shorty of 12 years behind and go get with somebody else when they become a ball player or a doctor or whatever. It's no, the same thing that you're happened. preaching the other why, way around. Why does women get left? And actually, one more thing. Tasha was not some victim. She, she, she plucked Lawrence from the emotional ebbs and the depths. She knew he would be vulnerable. She used him for his body. Yeah. And then... She didn't properly communicate what she expected. 
No, no, no. Tasha's like every dumb side chick who thinks that she's actually going to elevate to the premier class. She's a stupid girl. No, she's a stupid girl. She's a stupid girl. We all, anybody, any woman who's been outside for at least a little bit of their life could realize what Tasha was doing from Jump Street. Tasha wanted a whole man. She wanted a whole man. She was going to steal him from this invisible person that he was unhappy with. Issa, I'm going to play a record for you, Issa. I'm going to play a record for you real quick. In his own studio. Next you know, a, a, a beat that he did. First of all, they had a history. Yes. Somebody that she used to beat right. with in some she capacity back in the on day. His bouch at two in the morning. Back up with what? She should not have been on his bouch at two in the morning because this went from his bouch to his balls. Situations happen, especially when some nigga is sleeping on your couch not paying no bills. You might have No, 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 no. Someone said that, um, that Tasha Tasha didn't know. She knew. He told her up front. She he knew. told her up front that he had a girlfriend. She told him. And he she followed up, met him at Best Buy and was like, Oh, I'm going to Taco Tuesday. Is you trying to come? Yeah, let's, like, let's, oh, 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 sis, I see what that was. You know what I mean? That's the that's the you going through hard times with your girl. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Let's talk about it over tacos and shots of tequila. And my shirt. <laughs> Tacos and titties. <laughs> I just had that shit go. That's all. That's, that's all she did. That's how that shit go. But I don't want the point to be lost here. The very important point that's being missed is that the good guy Lawrence. I read two verses from the book, right? And what the what the good book of Lawrence tells us is that at the end of the day, what we're the, comparing a good wholesome guy who got hurt to a woman that people in this chat admit is a little bit. Um, she has very weird criteria. And all I want to emphasize on this one point is that Lawrence is not the bad guy here. Issa is the person that caused this poor soul years of his time where he could have been building this app, trying to please her. And then even when he ain't have it, he went and tried to get her a card. And instead of accepting a card, she went and got... At Rite Aid! What kind of five-year boyfriend goes yeah, like... He ain't have it, but... What about the thought that counts? Yeah, I just said that <laughs> Carl Winslow Jr. is thoughtful. When Lawrence is thoughtful. But he had gifts that she like. What you mean? What are you comparing? She liked the Hennessy and she liked the weed. What, yeah, what first of all, if Lawrence, my boy, my man of five years, gets me a card. Versus um, some dude I'm just effing. And like, we probably met up a couple times and he could give me some weed and some Hennessy. And it's not my birthday. You know, why, like, why, why are we even, like, Lawrence was just in a bad place. I am not, I don't hate Lawrence. Me neither. Me say neither. I'm team Lawrence. I don't say I'm team Issa. I'm just a watcher of the show. I Same. see one's flaws. Throw them L's up. Throw them L's up, man. Throw them L's up for Lawrence. I don't like how men. Here we go. Throw them L's up. Throw them L's up. Hey, hey. I, I will up. say that don't men, what I don't. But do not I don't drop like, no L's. It'll get real out here. Do not drop no L's, man. Don't drop no L's, all right? I'm so what glad I that y'all can see how it is in the studio. And what I so don't glad. understand is how men don't see his flaws. Like, he is flawed just like Issa is flawed. What flaws? What flaws? What, what do you mean, what flaws? they don't see it in their own friend group. How do you expect whoa, whoa, to see that on the show? Right. But what do you have? You find the uphill battle. Stop. He's up being Issa. What flaws does Lawrence have? He's once again in a relationship because he's a monogamist. That's first. Second, he still is respectful and careful enough about Issa's feelings to not shit on her to 
his new girl. And three, I bet that if he could help Issa, who's right now unemployed, if he could help Issa out by letting her sleep on his couch for five years or giving her more job leads, he would. Because the kind of guy Lawrence is, he would still want to see Issa win. But at the time when he was with her, he was not in the right place and he did not know how to communicate. It's different. It's a difference in like you internalizing and being in your head and your mind and like, yeah, you know, I lack direction. I really don't know what's going on. But when you don't communicate that to your partner, that's when the problems arise. And he would never communicate that to her. And I think that was their breakdown. And I do think because he's in a different situation, he's acting differently. But how do we know how he is going to respond if he was to be back in that place? The only thing that changed about Lawrence was his circumstances right now. But we don't know if he's actually matured in his level of communication or how he would be if that situation arose in a new relationship with someone. So he has some emotional maturing to do. But here's the thing, right? A lot of men, and I want to be short so that Hashetsu could, could chime in because it looked like she was ready to... Seawolf, Seawolf was ready. Um, listen, a lot of guys, our strong suit is tough, right? Because y'all want us to communicate. And when we say we're vulnerable, y'all like, man up, stop being a bitch, right? So then a lot of guys internalize it. And then I'm seeing in the chat right now, people are like, Issa was expecting something. If she knew that he didn't have it, I'm not saying that Lawrence could not have done more in that moment, but what could he have done that would have satisfied her? And she's already feeling the way towards him being on the bouch and he's popped and he's like, I'll bake her a cake. In her mind, it may be like, motherfucker, after five years, all I get is a cake, even though it's pockets of... No, but he didn't do that. But I'm saying, what would have been... But enough? he didn't do that. No, no, <laughs> I agree. A dumbass card. No, no. Listen, I hear you. He didn't do it, but what would have been enough? Because it sounds It would have like been something more thoughtful, but because it was, it was, this was a, a, a demonstration of where he was in his mind and where he was in his relationship with her. He was so caught up in himself that he could not think of her in the way that it was necessary. And that's the whole point is like, I can't be in a relationship with somebody for five years that is not emotionally fulfilling me. You just physically here. You're, you're, you're here and you're saying you're my, my man, but you are not doing anything for me in any way, except physically being here. Yep, yep. And I mean, honestly, look, here's, here's some things that are, that are facts, right? The facts are related to season one of episode four. I mean, season, season one, I mean, season four, episode one, that just, that just debuted the other day. The reality situation is Lawrence is not a bad guy in that episode. He's not a bad guy at all. I generally don't think he's a bad guy at all. I just think that, Let's tell the truth about what what their origin story was. And part of that truth is that we don't know all of it because we only know what the fuck they wrote. So we can only we can't make mass sweeping generalizations about what guys like him and what he could have done had she done something different. The reality is neither one of them communicated, neither one of them were satisfied with anything, and they did what we all do, which is why we're still talking about it for three seasons later, right? Um but in the, as it relates to this episode that just dropped, um, I think the sticky thing with they're really I didn't really pick up on a on a Issa versus Lawrence theme, so to speak. More so like what happens when you're trying to be a, a new version of you after a relationship kind of falls apart. 
but your but your networks might still be connected, right? Because I personally don't know what I would have done if my mentor <laughs> gets to the bag is 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 talking about yeah he's sending me flowers all this shit he did not do with you and you was paying bills for five years right all the stuff he didn't do with you you seeing flowers on this bitch that's you seeing date nights dip popcorn and wine whatever he was setting up with her that he did not do with you um someone said greek life for the one uh something that he didn't do with you it can be kind of stinky right and so i think i think that um i think that 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 is something that even in real time i'm just like how would i what would my what would i do you know what i'm saying like what would what would i do and i think she tried her best isa tried her best she didn't she didn't slander his name at all she didn't try to put run interference between her and between uh condola i think her name is and um lawrence at all either you know what I mean? It would. She really did try her best. She said, "Where your niggas at?" So I could date them. <laughs> too. That was my favorite. That was that was that was, that was hilarious. That was, that was hilarious. hilarious. That was clearly a defense mechanism. To put on guard. <laughs> of course. He really deep down was like, "Damn, this nigga done leveled up, and now my mentor is." You know. That is not what she was. Thinking. That is not what she thought. Okay, listen, I spoke to the showrunners and they said in the writing room, <laughs> I didn't speak to the showrunners, but listen, I do think that women out there, this whole Lawrence versus Issa thing wasn't in that episode, but I still wrote part three to Book of Lawrence at StereoBros.com. It's up there now. You guys can read it if you haven't already. I still put it out there because I feel like every time Lawrence shows up on the show and i'm on twitter it's just like here come this fuck boy he's a and even right now in the comments lawrence is is a is a guy that thinks he's a good guy but he's not really a good guy and his mad fuck boys posing as good guys good guy versus bad guy is a subjective sliding scale right like i personally am on a good guy scale if it's a one to ten good guy being someone that you would like let teach your congregation, I'm like probably at 12. Like, I'm a really wholesome guy, right? But there's people out there that may say, no, that nigga, when he was 25, 26, was a, a fuckboy double with extra fries and sauce and a milkshake, right? Like, so that part of it, I understand that the good guy, bad guy uh, scale, and a lot of it is subjective because Lawrence four years ago or two seasons ago or when he first met Lisa versus now it's a different guy, but that's part of the point. He grew and guys want a woman that's going to support their growth. Now I'm not saying that Issa should have stuck by him for five years on the couch. I'm not forcing her for leaving him. My only issue with Issa was the cheating on him and how people act like because Lawrence was in a bad place and he was fucking up. Admittedly. So he was fucking up in his relationship that that justifies him getting cheated on. That's my only issue with that whole Issa versus Lawrence dynamic. If people just say, you know what, Issa fucked up and cheating on him, but Lawrence at the same time did not deserve to be cheated on, but a five-year rut is different than a five-month rut, right? Like, and Nathan ghosted her. Like, Nathan ghosted her, and Daniel, you know, I haven't seen a Daniel hit song on the show yet but 
I'm seeing articles rating Daniel as a number one bae, and I'm seeing... Daniel was cute, and he understood what she needed. He knew who she was. He got her right. He was like, yo, you know this. This is this is who you are. Tap into that creativity. He was mm-hmm. inspiring. Well, he, was, he was inspiring time, and emotionally supportive. The whole time he was wearing an apron, eating her lines, cooking a dick dog to serve to her, and he caught her, boom, and caught her slipping, and that was Ooh. that. But you know what's interesting? I feel like if Lawrence had cheated, it would have been very different in the reality. Good guys don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. It's Sunday. You can't be, you You came out here talking about cheating on the Bible. Don't be lying on no Sunday, bro. Don't be lying on no Sunday. You are OD. Black guys don't cheat. And black guys in Patagonia don't cheat. You are OD. Black guys in Stereo Bros merch don't, like, black guys don't cheat. I think when women think about the good guy, (laughs) what happens is talk about it, Jazzy. Guys, you I'm about to go in. I'm I'm, go in, please. Have a a drink in. Lock in. (laughs) You date the bad guys, right? And when I say bad guys, it's the okay, all right, back in the day you might have had a drug dealer or two. He was giving you some money. Don't drug dealers. Fast money. You might have been dating the promoter that got mad bitches, but get you in the club and everybody got all the attention on him. And you like hyped to be with him. You might be with, you know, the man, you know, he's a, a professional. He's a stockbroker. He got all this money. Everybody wants to be with him, blah, 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 blah. But he got mad chicks, right? And then you meet the actuary. You meet the person that has, you know, a solid 401k and, you know, classes and they, you know, they go to church and, you know, investment portfolios. And you're like, oh my gosh, I, maybe I can try something different. Maybe I can let my guard down. Maybe I don't have to be chasing behind and checking people's DMs and looking at their phone. Maybe this is the life I need with this good guy, right? He may be boring. He may not give me all the things that I had, all the excitement I would have had with my bad boys, but I want a normal life. Let me go with this good guy. And what does the good guy go and do? He does the same shit all the other bad boys and fuck boys was doing. And then you sitting there like, well, what was the point? What was the point of going with the good guy? Mm-hmm. That is why that is why women hate good guys. It's because you you go for the person that is not doesn't exhibit most traits that are are you know associated with bad boys. But then, as a man, they still treat you in the same manner, and you you you're hurt. You're just like. But you're a good guy because men love right. that. I'm a good guy. Men love that. Yeah. You know what? You know, if I may add, if I may add on to that, Jazzy, if I may add on to that, I believe that what ends up hurting most is the deception that, like you said, the deception that this man is different from the other kind of guy that you have dated. And when it really <laughs> what is anger but she's gotta get a drink for this. Exactly. Pour up, please. Um what becomes um, dis- disheartening is when you pretend to be something, right? Because the pretending doesn't stop. That's what, that's what makes the reaction so strong because you pretended to be this, this, this understanding, this mature guy, and then you do this other thing. You don't stop pretending to be the good guy once the relationship is over. You keep it going. Then now you got this crowd around you 
that's that's talk, that's praising this pseudo personality of you being this upstanding dude, and I'm left with the grief receipts of how you really show up, but nobody's trying to listen to me because now I'm bitter, and now I'm this, and now you know I didn't have a dime, and I was now all the criticism I'm left with that because you're still outside presenting like everything was all good, right? And that and that you you tried your best when really and truly. Even in this disguise that you had, you made very conscious decisions that were detrimental to me. Make sense? No, listen, that makes partial sense. Um, I saw something on the Twitter application where a young woman summed up what Jazzy said pretty well. She said, in 2020, we are not dating, you know, the, the ball players, the flashy guys. We're dating mature, responsible guys. And the dude replied, you couldn't learn that before you were a single mom? And what? I saw that, and I was just like, listen, a lot, right, wow, listen, listen, listen. This is not my words, because I don't talk like that. I'm, I'm a wholesome guy, and I'm altruistic, you know, virtuous, team, team pro-women, and, and, no, and all that kind of stuff. And I voted for... A woman recently, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's good, it's good. Three black friends. I have three black friends. <laughs> but <laughs> this is my issue, right? Since junior high school, I've known women that chose the wrong guy, meaning not saying that the drug dealer is necessarily wrong for you, or you know, the the flashy older guy pulling up to high school in a maxima is wrong for you, <laughs> but it's more so that you're you're treating people your age, men your age, as lesser than because they don't have certain flashy shit like cars and chains and and all the Jordans or whatever other flashy shit. Or because they're not selling drugs and you're not in danger with them, they're boring and corny. And then after you've made all these mistakes and realized, like, well, maybe the guy that isn't going to risk my life or my freedom isn't a bad choice. You're going into those situations with your guard up, and JR said that she was taught by Mayweather to keep her guard up. It's true, but you can't go into the situation with a good guy with your guard up and uh, the bad guy with your guard down, and then at the first sign that the good guy isn't perfect, shit on him. Because good doesn't mean well, Tasha went in with her. Women, Tasha went in with her legs open and all that. A lot of women, a lot of a lot of women want the good guy to be perfect and the bad guy to be okay. And it don't work that way. Like good guys got flaws too. Like my flaw primarily is I listen to a lot of temptations and I feel like I should have been born in the 60s. That's my biggest flaw. Now, if you ask other people, I may have other flaws. But as a good guy, I see myself differently than how the world but sees But what is a good guy? What is, what is the good guy? What makes someone a good guy? A good guy is somebody that is mature, can communicate it, effectively. It, emo- thank you. Okay. Is in tune with his emotions. I'm a February Pisces, which is the only kind of Pisces that exists, but we are emotional creatures. Very so emotional creatures, yeah. Because of that, I'm in tune with my emotions, but the bad part of that is that my emotions are, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, trying to find a word. I'm happy, but when I'm mad, I'm like, 
Oh shit! Like I'm about to throw this up. Like you have hard mood swings. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Mood swings. Like I can get moody at times. Not with my family. This is more with people in the street. Like <laughs> family is all love. With friends is all love. But with strangers, it's like this motherfucker just looked at me for two. Ah, right. Right. But, um, it's also I take care of my family. I want everybody around me. That's my peoples to win, and I also empathize with a lot of situations that I don't have to. Like, for instance, I see people at the train station, I see all the time, like, single moms with strollers. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's mad stairs in a big-ass stroller. Somebody should help her. And if I can, I will, right? So a good guy means, like, in dating, but it's also honesty, too, right? I know a lot of guys with a very large number of kills, meaning sleeping with a lot of women, but from day one, they tell these women, like, listen, this is what it is. I want to have sex with you a lot of times in a short period of time. If you're okay with that, let's do it. As opposed to, you know, hiding the ball and making it think that it's more than what it really is. Right? So those are all good guy traits. Now, there are right, drug dealers. This Lisa's drug dealer. doing that with TSA Bay, ain't she? That's not. That doesn't sound like what's happening with maybe. But TSA you asked me what a good guy is. But what a good guy. Let me say, let me ask you a question. What a good guy in a situation. Y'all are celebrating me. Y'all are asking me questions in a moment that I say something that y'all don't agree with. Y'all are attacking me. No, no, no. She on that side. on that side. I'm being attacked. Just let me. You on my far left on my screen. To be honest. You on my left, and she's on my right. All I'm saying is that a good guy isn't a person, it's a set of traits. But then you gotta ask yourself, what do you want? You may want a more aggressive guy. She may want a guy that's a little bit more um, passive. You may want a dude that's like rough and tough, I'll fuck anybody up. She may want a dude that's like, only if it gets to it. Or you may want a dude that is not even into violence at all. You may want a dude that's a creative. She may want a dude that makes seven figures. She may want to do with an eight pack. She may want to do with a two pack. She may want to do that's tall, short. Those are the physical, but the good guy, the good guy traits are more about like your morals, your values, your principles, how you treat your loved ones, how you treat yourself, how you view the world, how do you think about issues, how do you handle issues? It's a it's a set of criteria that um I have it. And I can help your your base get it as well for a small fee. But Lawrence, in my mind, has most of it because Lawrence could have easily shitted on Issa and been on some, yo, fuck that bitch. Don't work with her. Like, she a whole whore. Fuck her. Instead, he said, oh, word? Nah, like, go ahead, go ahead. It's cool. Fuck it. Like, get, get, like help her get some money. Good guy okay. shit. I just, I'm curious. Okay, so you mentioned that good guys are front with women when they only want such and such and such or they're not looking for something. When does it become egregious on their part? They realize the woman that they are messing with clearly wants something else, but they continue along, although this person has made it clear they are looking for someone else. So where does the culpability begin or where does this good guy now become a bad guy? in a situation like that. Couple the fact that he's surrounded by bad guy friends, because someone just mentioned Chad, and Chad ain't shit this whole, every season. <laughs> right, exactly. Chad is, so we all have a Chad. Chad is Molly. 
Chad and Molly are the same person. Just obviously. Oh no, Molly. Molly is self-destructive. That's a completely different type of bad. We'll get to her. We'll get to Molly. We're gonna get to her next. But Chad is the homeboy that no one ever checks, and somehow everyone continues to listen to his advice. Nah, yo, listen. That's fun. You let Chad, (laughs) and then you laugh when he walks away. But don't nobody take Chad's advice to heart. Like Lawrence did a few times. Listen, that's probably season one. I don't oh my god to to, to oh chat like that. I don't Listen. I don't it at all. But I do think that the best advice comes from somebody that even if they're not in a relationship, there's somebody that has your best interest at heart, right? So if he tells Chad and Chad says, Listen, Issa hurt you, so be careful. That's not bad advice. Now, if he says, Fuck that bitch, she was never shit and yada yada yada, that's that's something different. But I do think that good advice comes from a friend that has your best interest at heart and wants you to win. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Throw them L's up, man. Team Lawrence, be out here, man. Yeah. Well, speak, speaking but, of people that don't have your best interest at heart, yep. people think about uh, Molly's, uh, I don't know, what seems to be their, the demise of her and Issa's relationship. Molly is let them know let us know (laughs) molly is projecting she is projecting her own nonsense onto her friend i was like girl what you mean she likes the mess it's you sabotaging a relationship with another single man again (laughs) again at the end of last season you wasn't even sure that you liked homie now you upset that he talked to somebody else it's like sis the issue is you it's gonna forever be you you know what I'm saying? And Issa, you you met Issa at her fundraiser, being a whole adult about the fact that her mentor is through her ex-boyfriend while she raises, raises funds for a project she's been talking about for a long time. You pull up with this man. He says, yeah, I'm still dating other people, but it's not that crazy. If you literally listen to what he said, he said, yeah, there are other people outside, but I ain't fucking with them like I'm fucking with you. I'm, it's nothing too crazy happening over there, which means that if you keep doing what you're doing, if y'all are just still building potentially end up being the thing. No. What does Molly do? Shoot the whole shit in the foot (laughs) from the gate. And it just doesn't make any sense. And then when she turned it on Issa, it was like, it was like, sis, this is not her being messy. This is actually her trying to be an adult about hers. You know what I mean? And we've all, we've all, maybe not all of us, but I know for me, I've definitely experienced the sneak diss with some people that, that were supposed to be like, you were expecting a certain level of support and you didn't get that. Instead, you got something that was a very harsh judgment that really didn't have nothing to do with you. It had something to do with them when you sit and think about what it is that they just said. So I think that um, Molly, uh, she needs a timeout. And I'm glad that Lisa <laughs> is doing it in this way where she's not freezing her out, but I need her to open her mouth and communicate why things are different. And I hope to see that in episode like two. Yeah, I think, like, but we've always seen this side of her all throughout the season. I think it wasn't as egregious before because Issa really didn't need to get her shit together. Mm -hmm. It wasn't so, like, it was like, okay, well, you know, she is speaking facts. But even in the moments when she is doing well, it's very hard for Molly to acknowledge it. I also think that because Molly is this big professional lawyer, I feel like she has... Uh, a certain outlook on what she deems to be success mm-hmm. um, versus, um, I guess, who Issa is. And I feel like, you know, she's 
she comes across as somebody who, who is emotionally stunted, even in her interactions with men, besides being with Issa, <laughs> she seems like someone that is like afraid to confront their emotions, afraid to share their emotions with people, always on guard, always playing a game. And like, you know, sometimes things, some things are learned, you know, when we're young, we look at Cosmopolitan and they tell you, or whatever magazine, and they tell you the do's and the don'ts of how to, you know, get the guy or how to behave in a relationship. But clearly, once you actually live life, you understand that it's probably better to just be yourself and relate to people in the manner in which is easiest for you or the what's most communicative to a person and I just feel like she has not evolved in this way in her no. relationships or her friendships and like no. I, I it's it's frustrating to watch like watching the seas with her in the Asian Bay I'm just like throw her away like yes, she's lost cause she's gonna be single forever and it's it's just over and I think we've all had those friends I think like when you build up these walls then, you know, men don't really have time to, to be taking those down because it's other people here that have, you know, gone through whatever they've gone through and worked to build themselves up in the manner in which they need to. And like, we're too, people are too old. I, I feel like there are women of certain age and I'm a woman of a certain age. It's certain things that I'm not going to put up with in a man. And I also think that there's a certain thing, certain things that men are not going to put up with in women. And right. Reach a certain age. It's like, Get your shit together. Get your no stability together. Right. And when you mentioned walls, like fighting through walls, my thing is like, especially if those walls are electrified, because you out here singing. Like, like you know, Molly is, is the type, and she proves to be the type each and every time that if she's uncomfortable with something, she'll just start throwing things that are prickly at, at someone outside of herself when all that energy should be directed at herself, you know? And so I think this was just her doing it again um, doing it again to Issa, and um, yes, you're right that she didn't need the the kick in the ass in the in the previous seasons, but this time it was like we're looking at Issa actually take um, really big steps in furthering all of her dreams right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and trying to be a different person. The the hater here is you. Like the the messy boots here is you. Because even when this this situation first happened, she is call you you never answered mm -hmm. and then you're like well why didn't you call me well since she did call you you know what i'm saying she did and so it's like it's like you know unfortunately hope i hope that molly kind of gets it together with with the whole asian baby because he cute and it seems like he really likes her and i'm just like i don't understand patience. a lot of it because i wouldn't have that much patience other people did not have i don't know jadetta was out of there the next morning he was like clearly it's so unclear so because Molly's a black woman, she's allowed to date outside of her race as she becomes more successful. But Lawrence or any other black man could not understand what we're saying here. I just want to understand what we're saying. I, I want to understand. Well, I, well, I think it's interesting that they chose the Asian person because Issa had a book that she wrote before I think this Insecure had started. And she had like a whole chapter on how black women should get with Asian men just off the fact that out of men, Asia, out of races, Asian men are basically the least uh, likely yep. to be paired up with interracial yep. as with yep. women. And she was like, mm -hmm. smart as fuck. They be having good jobs. 
and they're not getting chose out there. So maybe we should pair. And I think it's interesting that she chose that person for Molly, who is having a hard time finding a, a, a mate. Somebody who is very successful, probably more successful than a lot of men of her race. And I think she's trying to prove a point by by choosing an Asian man to, to couple with. Yeah. Right. As usual, anything that Issa does is is excused because it's Issa. No, no, I, I totally get it. It's okay for a black woman to date outside their race because Issa said so in her book. It's probably called... Niggas ain't shit, <laughs> but uh, it sounds like we all agree that for a lot of women, Lawrence represents the good guy that got away. Issa is a is a personification of their mistakes. Molly is the hating ass best friend, and if we all agree on those points, then we can move on to the only person on the show I think is actually a legit good friend, and that's the uh, the other girl. I don't know her name. The uh, I don't want to call it Chubby. Kelly? Wait, what's Kelly. her name? Kelly. Kelly. Not, not Amanda Seals, because she's... Yes, terrible. Kelly. Her name on the show, her real name is Natasha Rothwell. Kelly is, uh, yes. Kelly is the only, like, person on there that's actually, like, a good friend. Like, I fucked with Kelly. Kelly is somebody that I want as a friend because she's going to hold you down. It's not malicious. And she's, like, the glue of the circle. We can agree that Amanda Seals, Tiffany, that's her name, Tiffany. She ain't shit. Yeah. Um, she knew, anything. too, which was kind of messed up. I'm like, girl, you knew something was brewing. Damn. Listen, all my friends, I tell my friends all the time, you got to listen. No matter how bad it is, tell me. Because I never want to be out there and have that moment like, oh, shit. And you knew? Like, that shit is yeah. crazy. And yeah. Yeah. A friend that would do that to you and then walk by like, oh, no big deal. They, that's not your friend. That's not your fucking yeah. friend. Anybody that would legit know about some situation like that with somebody you de- you dated for years and not say shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Even, even if it's one date, even if it's like a chance meeting, if you in the room with my ex, yo, I've had my boys be in the room with my exes. It's like, yo, bro, I was at um a house party your ex walked in and said hi i'm letting you know and i'm like yo thank you and vice versa it's not on some shit like yo she was looking mad good or she was looking you know trash it's more so like i ran into your ex we had a conversation and and that's it now if it's something where it's like yo um you just started a new job and by the way I met you at a happy hour with your current manager and your current manager is dating your ex and you know the information and don't tell me, yo, that's a, that's a violation of bro code, man code, friend code. Like that shit is crazy. You got to like put yourself in that same position. And I think Tiffany don't do that at all. At like at no time has she ever put herself in somebody else's shoes and made a choice of somebody else. It's always about her. But that's a man that seals for you because she tried to ruin Myron Rose's career <laughs> by saying that he was being rapey when he wasn't. So that's that's who she is. That's, oh, that's wow. I'm too tired for this. 
Oh, I got a lot of energy. I got seven hours. I can't. I can't. I don't. I, I don't know that I got it to fight this right now. She's still um, mad at. She's still mad at people because she couldn't have fun during her pregnancy. She's still. Yeah. Pregnancy is not easy. Listen. And she's been pregnant for like ten months now. At this point, she should have told. She should have said something. Because even if it was one date, I would have been like, "Sis, listen." Um. She, they met at my at my baby shower, and I'm not saying nothing's happening, but you know, I'm my spidey senses went off. They seem to hit it off, you know, and you know, and that's it. Just so, just so you know, just so it's not awkward for me. You know, like even if you're selfish and you're thinking about you, like why would you put yourself in the position where possibly someone would find out, like in the way that they did on the show? I think it was very shady, boo, and um, she could have helped to put Issa on because in that moment. It was so embarrassing. Everybody was hit for the fact that your shorty had moved on with someone else, except you. I thought that, well, not your shorty, but your ex bae You know what I mean? And it was a significant relationship. It wasn't some nine-month dating joint. It was five stone-cold years. I just feel like, you know, you owed her at least that much right. as her people's, you know? Right. I don't like, if, if my friend, I've gotten, a, and I will say, I'm at a different place now. I think the older you get is more like, uh, whatever. Like, I don't want them, so... Let them go be happy with whoever they want. And I think Issa is being very mature. Yeah. That she's reacting to it, right? But off the strength of a friendship, of course I want to know. Like, I if they if you have in any way like helped this relationship to happen, like it be put me on. It'd be different <laughs> if they didn't meet at her house at her baby shower. Maybe, maybe if it was just like a random coworker and they was like, yeah, I've been on Bumble and I met this dude, look, and it was Laura's, then you might, I might be like, okay, she has a grace period. Right. Who has to say something, but she might have a grace period in which she had to wait to say something. But like they met, you saw them meet, you saw the connection, you visualized it, you saw what was happening and you just didn't want the smoke. You just didn't. And And you even learned about a date. But right. you even learned about a date. That's the extra problem. That's problematic. You learned about an outside of your baby shower event with just these and two people. Clearly, she was. It wasn't like she was was giving certain facts because you're gonna tell me they've been talking and she's like, "I'm dating the dude. Tell me about him." And she's like, oh, "I don't know anything about him." No, she's telling him, "Yeah, Lawrence is a good guy. He works here. He's doing this. He's doing that." Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Would make a good couple. She was doing all that, and she yeah, she was. And that's and that's shady. Right now in the chat, there's some fire flames. I think I need to start writing parts of the book of Lawrence because y'all dropping some gems in the chat right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me read some of them. Let me see some of. Them. So, says, "Being a devil's advocate, it's kind of good that Issa didn't know because Issa would have missed out on an opportunity for her to connect with us, connect with no with her on a bit. That's, that's real." Shit. That's, that's the universe looking out. Um, and I'm glad she kept that. She kept her bag minded. And she was like, no, you can date him because I need the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have been that friend like, uh, I know you went out with dude, but this girl I know just exactly. Exactly. I think yeah. anybody with some some civility would have done that. But um, friends like that, though, you do like off camera earlier, we was talking about like, Sometimes there's people that are around you just because of history. And as you mm-hmm. evolve, you start to see that you're evolving past them because they caught up on an idea of you that you kind of outgrown. Right? So 
if you were the friend that used to always have, I don't know, a snot nose, and then today you come home and you say, yo, I got the, the job of my life and I've changed my life for the better and I'm so successful. And they say, yo, that's crazy. I remember when you had a snot nose. That shows that that motherfucker is not your friend. Like, that's, that's some envious shit. If a, if a person can't be happy for you at your, at your highest moment, Regardless of why, it don't matter if, if they, they, they uncle died or they, like, whatever. If a person's hating on you when you're happy, that's not your friend. And if a person likes to see you in bad situations, like, Tiffany almost seemed like she was okay seeing Molly struggling like that, right? Like, at any point, I thought that Issa was going to, like, drown in the air because it was so uncomfortable. Anybody that can see you like that and be okay with that is not your friend. Right. That's not your friend. Not. That's not your but plan. I do, I do think that there's something to be said for like I get it. Like clearly, Molly is unhappy within herself, right? She's not emotionally maturing or whatever. I have been in a situation. I have had to cut off relationships with people who were just way too negative. Not necessarily hating on me, but like when you bring them something, it's only negativity that you get back. And I made a choice where I'm just like, look that's not what I need in my life. And there's a difference between people having a couple bad days, going through some shit, and then just ne- negativity permeating everything that they Every, are. You, ooh, you sweat negativity. It's like, right, exactly. And like, sometimes you need to, you, you, gotta, you gotta cut it off and for, the, for the safety of your own mental health. And I will say that person went and they got help, right? Not at my behest, but at the fact that they needed to get their stuff together. And you know what? We have a new relationship. It is, it is positive. It is, I look forward to speaking to this person. And I feel like, I don't, I don't think I was the catalyst for that, but I also do not regret making that cutoff. So like, who knows? Well, I, I think it's again, mature. If this is what happens with Issa, when she say, I don't fuck with Molly, I think it's good because Maybe Molly will go off and, you know, go speak to her therapist again. Or maybe she'll have some, like, life-changing experience where she gets rid of that negativity. But I definitely think, like, you have to protect your energy at whatever cost, you know? Right, right. Um, and, yeah, so that I, I'm excited to see that that kind of, like, I mean, develop, that storyline develop. Uh, we I was telling... Um, P&L and Jazzy earlier that like Yvonne Orgy is actually a, a, just a really phenomenal person and she she does such a good job on Insecure that people think that she's really Molly when they meet her in person and for real when I see her I'm like stupid right and she the poor girl is just a very good actress um and um and yeah but like I really wish that um, that that gets better, and in our own personal lives, especially during this quarantine, because this takes us right into one question. If I may be a little early on it, because I know we're gonna do the whole open forum pretty soon. But like, just the idea that um, just the idea that like someone could be, you know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for when we actually get there. When we actually get to the open forum, but. But yeah, let's open for him now. Okay. Okay. I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, what do you do then when it comes to like this quarantine situation, right? 
I'm sure people are texting. The digital, the digital activity is on uh, an all-time high, right? And you might have somebody that was pretending to be a good guy, pretending to be the supportive friend, pretending to be the potential bae. But the texts are long. The gaps in the texts are long, right? No one can go outside. <laughs> so the gaps in the text um, from a potential bay may mean something, right? It may mean that that bay got a whole living girlfriend that you don't know about, might have a whole family you don't know about. And I'm just curious as to like, how is this playing off in real time versus like what we're seeing on HBO and TV? No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.